an eargasm of learning, and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast with me, John Santos. And today, we have a very special episode. This is a live session on LinkedIn. Our topic is about AI. You know, we talked about AI, the good, average, and please know. So what does this mean? We talked about the benefits of using AI in the content that you do. The average, you know, the not so good, the not so bad, (laughs) and how you use AI in the content that you do, maybe in writing, audio, video, and the total content that you produce. And we talk about the big no-no, the big no-no in using AI. So guys, I know you will learn a lot from this episode. This is a live session that we do weekly on LinkedIn. We talked about the good, the average, and the no in using AI. Enjoy, everyone. So artificial intelligence. Now, this is the first episode of The Courage Corner where I know very little about AI. However, I'm one of more than 1 billion members using LinkedIn. It's happening whether we like it or not. So today, I wanted to have a discussion about what we think about AI, what we like, what we think there, and what we don't like about it. Because ultimately, we are the consumers. We are the ones who decide whether we like something or not. So let's, let's start the conversation. Now, a great example of AI, and I wish AI could do this, would be ironing shirts. Because in I iron shirts... After the second, they start getting a bit wobbly and my husband takes over. So I use my intelligence to get him to do the ironing. But wouldn't it be great if you could put the laundry in the washing machine, it comes out beautifully ironed. Everything prepped isn't there yet. It would be awesome. Now, the other use I would love for AI is an oven cleaner that actually does the work. You spray it, it does all the AI, comes together, and it's looking sparkling. But unfortunately, AI doesn't do that yet. But we see AI on LinkedIn all of the time. So let's start with the good, what we like. I like it when people maybe use it to edit their videos or their their podcasts. I saw that from Jan. People maybe use it for their designs. And we get to see how AI is helping people communicate, helping people with technology. I spent 15 years of my career in tech procurement and every single contract that was signed had a reason why it was signed and it had to be the technology, what was being bought was helping the business, helping the people who worked for the organization, most importantly, helping customers. So I love AI where it shows them helping a person and communicating with a person. So that's what I like. So I'm going to ask Jan, what do you like about AI and LinkedIn? Well, um, as a podcaster and you know a content creator, the biggest help of AI with us is it really 
makes everything faster. Um, we use this AI tool in our podcasting that it really it's 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 a bit scary because it knows my character and my vibe. Once we finished a podcast recording, it automatically gives us like ten to twelve clips, chosen clips based on my character and my message or the show. How the show? What's the vibe of the show? Sometimes we're still recording the podcast and the AI already sorted out like twelve clips. It really gives uh, a next level in efficiency. So back to you. Yeah, that is brilliant, Jan. You just gave such a tangible example because you produce podcasts and you show snippets of the podcasts. Mm. You had Latter on the podcast a few weeks ago. You had me the other week as well. And you just showed the, the clips. It's a really great way of how to be a new. So, so Ali, what do you love about AI and how people are using it on LinkedIn? Yeah, I like it when people are really upfront and are using it in a helpful way. So they might be using a real example from their own organisation and how they're using it and talking about some of the good, the bad and the ugly. So I find that really, really helpful because sometimes people talk about AI, but so how do you break that down into a tangible use? So when people are coming in and being upfront and honest about how they use it, what's working, what's not. Also too, when people will come and share even some predictions around what they think could happen with AI and tying it back into some real tangible space within OD, mm. uh, for example, in learning and development. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I certainly like it when real case studies are being shared. I find that really valuable. Is it interesting when people are just transparent and they tell us what they're doing and how they're using a product and we yeah. still have that trust and that integrity there, but it's, it's when it's the opposite, that, that's yeah. when the trust breaks down. Yeah, more on that later, huh? <laughs> more on that later. Uh, Roy, please tell us what you really like about people who are using AI or what you're seeing on AI on LinkedIn. Well, I think that, you know, we're talking about the good at the moment. So I think that the important thing, this is how I see it, is um, there's some there's some really, and I'm going to give you an example, there's some really good features uh, in the AI, you know, package. But I think it has to still be overseeing by human engagement and interaction. So the way I use it, and I actually had been using it, is um, is our first our first line of our post is that all important line that either gets people to follow your content or otherwise not to read the post. So I've used um, an AR tool to measure how um, how important and how effective that first line is, and it gives you a percentage. And if it's over 70%, then that's a super, super, super line to use. When it falls in the 40%, you know, hold on a sec, I've got to change it. So therefore, um, I use it to benefit my content, which gives me a greater engagement. And that's, for me, is the good of the AR. My name's Roy, and I'm out. No, I, I agree with you, Roy. Yesterday, I posted a video of a sassy giraffe that was taken at Nairobi National Park a few weeks ago. And people are using generative AI, but adding to the conversation, they're sharing what something means. So I mean, generative AI is great when you use it in a way, but don't detract from your body. And let's get to the, the average, you know, they're the, the not so good. So for me, when people are using AI for automation, but they forget your name 
or without even mentioning you on there. To me, that, that that's not so good. A few weeks ago, a student in America messaged me and it was, hi, not even my name, with a link to book an appointment with him if I was up for it, along those lines. You know, there, was, there was no attempt of looking at my profile, getting my name right. I sent him a video back saying, look, hey, I really value the relationship would love to give you the second chance. You know, maybe send something back to me. Have you looked at my profile? You know, you know, why should I meet with you? And he looked at the message and saw the message because I followed Roy's advice about using a video message and didn't get anything back. So really that person had zero interest in meeting with me at probably a sales pitch. So, so my average is when you use automation, but you forget the human side of things or you, that is a mention somebody's name so over to you jam what do you think is the average yeah yeah I, i totally agree and i remember us having a discussion about that um a segue i will have uh, a new podcast episode featuring a best-selling ai consultant that will be on february 16 um, i just want to say that um in a way because it's connected to our topic and for everyone like me <laughs> that is not expert in that field we will learn a lot from uh from this guy uh, we will be releasing posters about it um but i want to double down on what martin said about you know yes using ai is very important it makes everything efficient you know it it helps our business operate but we should not lose the human side of it And Roy mentioned this a while ago. It's not yet self-sufficient, right? It, it, it cannot act on its own. If it does, it, it's based on data. And th- that's where a lot of brands sounds like a robot when they do a post because they're, you know, they're, they're getting the information from the AI, which is not wrong, but it doesn't reflect the man behind the brand, the, you know, the human aspect of the brand. And I know Roy can really hone in on the, humanizing part of a brand. Now, why is that important? Because again, we are in an attention economy. We're aiming for attention. And if the tribe around you see the content and they start reading the content that you produce and they will say, hey, this, this is not Jan. This is not Martin. This is not Ali. This is not Roy. This is like a It's like a robot from Terminator. <laughs> you know, so that's where the disconnection starts. It should be, like what Roy said, focused by the brand, focused by a human still, connected to your vibe, your character, your message. You personally craft that data from AI. Maybe clips, audio, video, text, and overall content. Back to you guys. Whoop, whoop. Brilliant. Thanks, Jan. And I love your take on, on, on the average that you'll see. Yeah. So I actually heard AI re- uh, referred to as average of the internet the other day, which I thought was quite good. Um, look, for me, it's anything that shows a lack of uh, thought and can tend to be a little bit lazy and a little bit fake. So it will be something sometimes, I'm, I'm going to probably get to trouble for saying this, but I'm going to say it, that AI-generated art, um, I just, gee, I don't know, I'm over it. Um, I think when we don't see a unique point of view, I think that can be average sometimes, a bit like Jan, I won't labour the point because Jan said it well, but I think when we're not seeing something different, when we're not seeing something truthful, 
that shows what really someone's feeling um, and not being genuine sometimes in that thought and stepping up um, and just regurgitating something that is safe uh, and is very, very similar. Um, for me, that's just, that's average. I, I just, I think, um, yeah, it lacks style, it lacks thought. And uh, yeah, that for me. Qantas in 2023 and 2022 versus 2018, the service is great most of the time, but it's, it's average and it was artificial intelligence that made those decisions that reduced the experience, but the people are fantastic. So it's making sure there's that personal element and why you would love your take on the average. Well, I, I think, you know, we've, we've all covered the aspect of, you know, the, the, not the good side of it. But here's what I here's what I think is um, I ask myself this question: uh, Is if I'm going to use AI, which I do, is it going to serve me in such a way that's going to enhance my LinkedIn journey? And that's the really the question that I. If I can answer that question, yes, it will. I will use it. If there's any way that I can be seen as um, as you know as unauthentic then I'd, I'll say no, and then I will not use that. So I think the my, my particular take on it is if it serves you, go for it. If it doesn't serve you, then don't use it for that specific purpose. My name's Roy. Nah, brilliant, Roy. Thank you. So you know, the, the conversation here is, you know, we're not experts on AI, but we're having this conversation because I think we need to have this conversation. As members of users of, of LinkedIn, Often we don't get a choice of what we see, but then we do, we can unfollow, we can decide to not engage. And, and that's the beauty of having control about, to a certain extent, what we see in our feed. Now, please note, well, the first one for me is when you remove any humanity and your value from the engagement. And I, I, I remember seeing something a few months ago, a service where they would take everything over apart from messaging. So can you imagine you running a business and all the people that you're engaging with on LinkedIn, you leave to somebody else using AI. So Matt appointed a new chief executive officer. So can you imagine the new CEO, you're, you're reaching out to them, but it's not you, you want to impress. And the only time you actually engage is when you message. So all those conversations that you've had, engagements that you've had, you know nothing about. You've actually left to a computer. I wouldn't be doing that. And for me, the, the second thing is when people use AI and they change nothing about it, it's obvious when we use ChatGPT to see, you don't change anything about it. It's like me, the, the third shirt, you know, when I've been ironing one, two, the third one, you suddenly see a few creases where there shouldn't be creases. You could tell it was Martin and not his husband. And that's the thing. When you can tell it's not you, you make no changes whatsoever in the content, in the research. It doesn't sound like you. You're taking it. Uh, for me, like what you guys mentioned a while ago, uh, there are a lot of content creators, brands out there, uh, podcasters out there that they are not open and they're not being transparent with their tribe, the, com the consumers around them, that they are using AI. So, you know, that is something a big no-no for me. If you use AI tools to create content, let your audience know. 
let your tribe know that you are using this tool in creating something that you produce. Authenticity is always a key. Now, the worst part there is when you brag that you're creating something and you're not saying that you're using AI. Now, that is where you're wearing a mask already. I'm not, I am not against AI. Like what I've said, we are heavily honed in in using AI. You know, the efficiency, the accuracy, and it's so powerful. But please be honest because that is what this whole game is all about. Being transparent, being honest with your tribe. Because why? We are taking care of trust. And trust is the currency of a brand. If you want to be successful, take care of that. Big no-no, be transparent. Love you. Back to you. Whoop, whoop. No, thanks, Jan. Like the post, and it's been 2,000 reactions, 300 comments, 33 reposts. Now, some of that might be genuine. Share awesome and such an inspiration for me. And you see the same people making those same comments and every single post time after time. Obviously, AI is part of that conversation and you've removed yourself. So all that glitters is not gold. Ali, would love your take. Okay. So anything, and it comes off the back again, Jan, I'm riding on your coattails here, my friend. Um, anything that could be deceptive or misleading uh, is a real no for me. And that is just risky business practice anyway. And you need to think about if I'm going to use something and I don't have the knowledge and I'm relying on tech to do this for me, then you need to really think about whether or not you should be actually pushing that. And you need to think about if that client or potential client was going to have a meeting with you and start asking some pretty prickly deep questions, are you able to even answer it, right? So all well and good when you're hiding behind the computer, putting, using your AI and putting, you know, points of view or so-called expertise out there. But you've got to think about, um, are you misleading people? Are you being deceptive in some way? Um, when the day comes when someone wants to jump on a virtual call, I had one this morning, we met for half an hour, lots of questions about me and my work. Um, it was a great conversation. I wasn't hiding anything. I know my stuff. I think if you go, you know, show up here and say you are something, then show that. But you've got to be able to back it up. So please know, I do know someone um, who is talking about authentic branding and is using um, AI to generate comments at the moment. It's just misaligned. It doesn't line up. And one final thing I want to say is that your reputation takes a long time to build and very quick to undo. And our reputations are either moving in the right direction or going backwards. They don't stay static. No, I'm with you there, Ali. And, and, and why you would love to hear for you on a, on, on a please note. Well, I think Ali actually said literally, you know, what I wanted to say is just think about your reputation. You know, is this going to work for my reputation? Is it going to enhance my reputation or is it going to damage my reputation? So for me, the no-nos are especially when people comment on your post. Now, I have somebody at the moment that has been commenting on my posts for quite some weeks now, and it's the same damn thing the exact same wording every single time. And I am getting to a point where I think I'm going to do something because that is exactly what, you know, disrupts. And that is exactly what harms your reputation. Now, I used to go and comment on this person's posts as well. Guess what? I've stopped doing it because I can see they don't really care about engaging on my content. It's purely just 
a reaction, which is an automatic reaction. So whose reputation is affected? There is or mine. Answer, you can work it out. My name is Roy Nobel. No, brilliant. Thanks, Roy. So we've got about five, six minutes left. If anybody in the audience would love to put their hand up, join us on stage, you know, share an insight, ask a question, share an anecdote. I think we've all got those stories where somebody we've been speaking with a Dalek. There's my reference for you, Meryl. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so bad. What? Why would they even think that? And then you have that conversation with the person and you realize you weren't speaking with the person, you were speaking with a bot. Now, I don't know about you, I'm a big fan of bots. Until they can do the ironing and clean the oven, you know, I'll, they're helpful, but they're not always the best to have a conversation with. So bringing you up, Lata. Hey, Lata, congrats on your room yesterday. Would love to know what your take on this is. Sure. Thank you so much, Martin, for for the appreciation for our first audio series yesterday. Thank you. So with AI, interesting factors. I see a lot of people using AI for um, building connections. Although LinkedIn doesn't do anything about it, although they say in the privacy policy that they don't want us to use any bots to build connections on LinkedIn, but I don't feel like that's a good way. We want to understand who those people are and personally have a connection. It's good to use Sales Navigator, but still building that connection one-on-one. And slowly I'm realizing that you can build a community on LinkedIn comment section. Uh, I actually got inspired by someone. You can build like a chat, a chat system on the LinkedIn comment section, like, oh, how things are going with you. Um, then you back and forth, communicate on LinkedIn comment section. Um, so what I mean is that human communication cannot be done by using AI. It's it's a long way away. That's what I what I think. It's, it's to be human. Thank you. It's it's the one thing that we all don't like about AI is is the lack of humanity. You know, we'd we love to speak with people. You know, I I wouldn't take. Look, I would get AI to hold pads for me to do boxing training, but I wouldn't spar with AI because AI would know all my weakness movements and. Within 30 seconds, I'd be out of the route. You don't have as much fun. You don't have that engagement. You don't have that interaction. And for me, that's what's crucial, especially in the B2B space. It's all about those relationships, those meaningful connections. So we have a few minutes left. So I'm going to come down to you know, closing thoughts. Jan, love to get your thoughts and you know tell people what you can do in how they can help you. Yeah. Um, remember, guys, you know, AI is a powerful tool. It is powerful. It can transform your business. But it's also important to use it strategically, you know, putting time and effort in thinking and how you will use it. And please focus on using it strategically and ethically. So by doing so, you can enhance your journey towards success. I always say this on the podcast, which Martin and Lata always hear me say, you know, if you want to be successful, help someone be successful. And it's the same way in using AI. If you want to bring your business to the next level, use it properly. Make make the proper preparations in using it. 
Alright? And like what Ali said, guys, be please be aware. You know, yes, you can manipulate people in using AI, but it can only bring you so far. It would not stand the test of time. So be vigilant, be aware, and always be critical in using AI. Back to you guys. I love you all. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, thanks, Jan. And, and Alex, same for you. Yeah. Look, for me, it's about spending some time to ask what's your motive and intent for being here, how much effort and work are you prepared to put in. Find your own voice, find your own point of view, make it unique um, so it's got your distinct feel to it. Minimise your risk. Don't be looking over your shoulder thinking one day I'm going to get caught out. Enjoy the process, but there isn't any quick fix to it. And uh, I'd love to connect and follow people here. So, you know, you know, Martin, I spent a lot of time creating genuine human content. Um, so, yeah, let's follow one another and have some genuine, um, you know, not so obvious discussions here and uh, keep the connection alive. And thanks for being here. No, thanks. And as we're talking about an, not an obvious discussion, when I was in Africa last month and I was able to go to the game parks and get all the beautiful animals, Ali has been challenging me with all the animals and please don't do this again. So my challenge to Ali was to go find a Tasmanian devil and do a LinkedIn video with a Tasmanian devil <laughs> on organizational design. Because I think that would be the best kind of, it's almost, almost like Tasmanian devil and Bobby's Bunny. And I know I would win that back. I, I, I will do it. They're actually in the forest over the river. So leave that one with me. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. And it's going to be light and light. It's going to be genuine Tassie devils. Let's Correct. go. Let's go. <laughs> so... Right, your final thought, my friend. Yeah, I think mine is pretty, pretty simple, and that is um, use it that in the best way that serves you. Use it in such a way that there's things that can make a better experience for your your connections and your followers rather than trying to see how smart you can be. When we start trying to be smart, we start tripping ourselves up. And um, more importantly, um, being, you know, be upfront so that people know this is who this person is and this is how they're using it. I can be found on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active. I uh, do quite a lot of audio rooms. And if, if you find or know of any companies that are struggling with brand awareness and visibility, that are struggling to get their best kept secrets out to the ideal audience, I can help. I'm very good at unlocking these particular secrets that they have, best kept secrets, to be able to get them seen, heard, and remembered. My name is Roy and I'm out. Brilliant. Thanks, Roy. And Roy does a famous video every Saturday morning at Bondi Beach. So really, with AI, I just see Roy as Bondi Rescue bringing authenticity back to people's brands and, and, and a serious, serious message. Lata, please, say something question for you. Sure. Um, one thing, uh, Martin, I want to say here is the videos. Um, videos connect with people a lot, although LinkedIn is not pushing videos very much. But we have to understand one thing is um, as soon as at least like 200, 300 impressions we get even, that will be so much more powerful than having one photo or a random uh, post that we post online. So videos are powerful. That's a great yes, yes. And as Jan said, if we can pick the right information through AI and put it up, it's powerful. Jan actually posted 
um, one YouTube shorts on our YouTube channel. Amazing. I can't find, like, we had only, like, very, like, 10 subscribers or something. We just started, like, last month. But yeah. around, like, 200 guy too, if you use it. Latter, and Latter was on Ticker News recently. So you want to see Latter being interviewed by Ticker News, just go to her profile. And my message for you is if you want an awesome speaker on courage, you want to know more about LinkedIn, reach out to me. I was recently in Ghana and I was on a Ghana news, news channel, but the journalist was actually recording a video of an art gallery and he just passed the mic to me to be interviewed. And then he asked me about the chef, the chef who was breaking the cookathon world record. She was cooking for over eight days. Now, the journalist then posted the news clip, Australian for the chef, that probably was, was correct. But that really wasn't the story. Uh, and that's my point. When AI isn't really your story, you know, it's almost like once upon a time, but it, it, it won't be happy ever after because what we all want to do is to grow our businesses, grow our careers, develop our professional brand. And when we do things the right way, that's really going to land more than anything else you post is your authenticity, your message, your professionalism. That's what shines time and time again. So thanks for joining us today. I might move the Courage Corner to next Wednesday because I have a medical appointment next Thursday. Thanks. You have an awesome day and appreciate all the speakers and everybody in the world for joining us. You have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.